and welcome to this Endo Life episode 121. I'm Jessica Duffin, I'm an endo warrior and endo health coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, I just want to remind you that this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils and their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with endometriosis community they're getting loads of feedback about it and you know if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's the patch in a bath bomb. Um, so, you know, if you're on your period or if you're in pain, you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them. I don't know, you could have multiple if you want. Um, and then yeah, get out the bath, maybe rub in some CBD balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk. And you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. Okay, so today I'm actually bringing on one of my past clients, Joe. I really wanted to share Joe's story because I have a lot of testimonials from clients who have had, you know, incredible success such as going pain-free in the space of a month with their periods. And, you know, it occurred to me recently when I've been posting those on Instagram that they might be intimidating or could cause disappointment for those of you who change is taken a little longer for. So I wanted to chat with Jo as she's one of my clients who she did have, you know, a symptom-free period in the first month and, and that continued. But also because she's still working through her journey, Jo came to me with pain most of the time and she's now in a place where her periods are symptom-free for the most part unless, you know, something's triggered them specifically. And she has less intense pain and less frequent pain on a daily basis. She has SIBO and so when she's ready, the next part of her journey might look like treating that, um, which will further reduce her pain and inflammation. It, it might even completely resolve it. And as a dancer, you know, we identified a real need for pelvic floor physio too. And so if she's, you know, if and when she's ready for that, that will take her symptom improvement even further. So I really wanted to talk to Joe to demonstrate that this is a journey and that you don't have to complete, you don't have to have complete resolution overnight to feel better or in control. It can be step by step. And I also wanted to share Joe's journey because I think Joe's approach will resonate with anyone who's feeling overwhelmed. Joe was experiencing a lot of anxiety when we met and we adjusted it. We adjusted the changes to make them more suitable to her pace and her needs and so the changes felt a lot more manageable for her and you know I actually tailor the, the healing approach with every client I have a structure which you guys have heard about many times and I talk about it in episode 100 and so you know I take that structure and I tweak it to every single client to make it unique and tailored and individual for them and some people 
do really well with the elimination phase that Dr. Jessica Drummond and I both use and that we discussed in my interview with Dr. Jessica Drummond. But I think that what could be most helpful for those listening to this episode with Joe is that we staggered the dietary changes. We didn't do the black and white elimination diet. We adapted those changes to her lifestyle. And I do that with many, many of my clients if they feel intimidated by the um, elimination phase or dietary changes. So I just wanted to share this mini interview for anyone who's maybe feeling overwhelmed or out of control and show that you can get results at a pace that feels doable to you. And it might not always be the quickest route, admittedly, but it'll certainly be the route that is the most sustainable and the most suitable for you. And there's truly, guys, no point in making change. If it's going to burn you out or you can't keep up with it or you end up having to drop the balls and then you feel like you failed because you haven't failed, guys. This is hard work that we're doing. And you know, that we're, you know, we're living with a heart disease. And it's incredible, no matter like what change you make, if you're making a stand to look after your well-being and to take back control of your life, you should be really, really proud of that. and really proud of the changes that you're making, whatever they are. And it's totally okay to adjust and tweak to what you need to um, in order to make those changes sustainable for you. So that's really what this conversation is about and was what I felt was one of the biggest takeaways um, from this conversation, that you can take it at your own pace. So before I dive into my interview with Joe, I just wanted to remind you guys that tomorrow, so today is Wednesday the 27th of January, Tomorrow, Thursday the 28th, is the last day to sign up for my new eight-week course, Live and Thrive with Endo. So the doors close for enrolment at 10pm GMT, so that's UK time, uh, tomorrow 28th of Jan. The course kicks off on February the 1st. The module one is released on February the 1st. When you join, you get to see a welcome video that takes you through the next steps. You get to join the Facebook group. And then on Monday, we will get started with the modules themselves. It's very exciting. So a couple of you have come to me with questions. So I just wanted to kind of give you some answers in case you also have the same questions. So can you do this course on birth control? You absolutely can, um, no matter what hormonal medication you're on, whether you're, you know, in induced menopause or you're just not having regular periods or you're just, you know, on some sort of contraceptive pill, you absolutely can take this course. Everything that we do in all of the modules are going to be relevant to managing your endometriosis, whether or not you're, you know, on some kind of hormonal medication. The only module that might not be entirely applicable is the final module that is based around managing your cycle, so cycle syncing and eating for your cycle. But you can basically use the phases of the moon to create some kind of pattern and cycle syncing in your life. So I don't teach on that, but I can certainly point you to a podcast where you can learn about that so you can listen to that module and then learn about that and also if you one day do want to come off birth control or if you're already planning to come off birth control or you know your hormonal medication you then have the education to basically start practicing that approach so that your transition off hormonal birth control or hormonal medication is much more easier for you so 
that's yeah so whether you're you know on the induced menopause or you're on some kind of hormonal birth control you can absolutely take the course some people have asked if they've had like a full hysterectomy or partial hysterectomy whether they can take the course yes absolutely because guys this isn't just about hormones this is about inflammation this is about your detoxification pathways and whether they're working properly these are about the factors that can be affecting um, your endometriosis growth rate supplements that can help address like literally target the endometriosis the lesions the size the growth rate um it's about supporting your liver it's about supporting your nervous system lowering your pain signals there is so much that is applicable that's not just you know going to affect your hormones so if you've had a and also especially with surgery you may very well likely have stuff going on in your pelvic area such as adhesions a tight pelvic floor, nerve sensitivity, inflammation that this course is going to address. So you can certainly take it if you've had some kind of surgery where part, you know, everything's been removed or just parts being removed. Is this course inclusive for transgender and gender non-conforming people? Absolutely. You know, I hope that my work speaks for itself in that sense. I always try to use the term people and warriors and patients. And I try to use the term women in context of stats. So, you know, if a study's been done on stats, uh, a study's been done on women or in a historical context when, you know, I'm talking about women in a historical context and how they've been treated in the medical system, etc. So I'm really, really try to be cautious and mindful of my language. Obviously, we had Corey on promoting a, um, trans awareness. And in my past life in charity, I worked with a lot of young people who were gender non-conforming or trans. So as a result, I'm very, very aware. But I will say that I happen to use stereotypical female colours in the course. I don't know if that will be an issue for people. It's not because I felt that it was representative of women, but actually I never wanted to use pink or peach. It's just that those were the photos that I was using a lot. So they became my brand colours before I really had a brand. I was kind of using a lot of white and I just needed to add a little bit of colour to that. Um, And of course, you know, I think that I can't guarantee that you won't see room for improvement, but I'm also I'm always very considerate and as aware as I possibly can be. I think sometimes I mess up when I'm talking quickly or I'm talking live, and but yeah, I'm always as conscious. Uh, I'm I'm always trying to be conscious about that. You know, the community so far is absolutely wonderful. I've got group rules in our Facebook community that there's zero tolerance on bullying or harassment. So please know that you will be protected and welcomed. And, you know, you're here as part of the community. We're all in this together. We're endo warriors together. So absolutely, this course is open to everyone with endometriosis. So I'm just thinking if there's any other questions that have come up that are, that I want to raise on here. I think those are the main ones. Oh, adenomyosis. That's a good one. You can only join this course if you have a diagnosis of endometriosis. Obviously, the 100% diagnosis is a laparoscopy, but if you've had a doctor who can see an endometrioma on a scan or they can see that things are fused and they're, you know, 99% sure that you have endo, but they don't want a surgery for some reason and they've said to you, like, you know, you've got that proof that 
they believe you have endo, then that's fine. But if you have adenomyosis without an endometriosis diagnosis, I legally can't accept you onto the course. It's part of my insurance criteria that I can't I can't do that. But if you have adenomyosis and endometriosis, this course will help with adenomyosis because the holistic and natural treatments for adenomyosis and endo are very, very similar, if not arguably exactly the same. So this course is totally going to help you if you have adenomyosis. But if you only have adenomyosis without suspected endo, that's being kind of confirmed by your doctor, then unfortunately at this stage, I can't let you on just because of my legal restrictions, um, which I'm hoping will change in the future. So I hope that's answered kind of some of the key questions that have come up. If you haven't heard what my course is yet, you haven't heard of it, it is an eight-week course called Live and Thrive with Endo. And in this eight-week course, you will transform the way you manage endometriosis and then the tools and strategies for reducing your symptoms naturally so you can live and thrive with endo and get your life back. This course is a step-by-step outline of my exact one-to-one coaching program. It's a roadmap for reducing pain, bloating, fatigue, brain fog, and all of those other symptoms that come with endo. And it's the most comprehensive and clear resource I offer other than working with me directly. And just to give you an overview of the modules, module one is the role of inflammation and anti-inflammatory nutrition. Module two is blood sugar, pain, fatigue, and hormones. Module three is the root causes of endo belly and IBS and IBS issues with endo. Module four is gut healing protocols. Module five is hormones, toxic burden, and the detoxification pathways. Module six is circadian rhythm, sleep, and HPA axis recovery. Module seven is structural support and pain signals. And module eight is optimizing your hormones. And then you also get a bonus module all about supplements as well. In the course, you'll have eight hour long weekly live group Q&A calls with me. Um, And for those of you who are not in the UK, don't worry, I'm going to be alternating the time and dates of these and days of these Q&As every week so that you have an opportunity to be on the call live. But if for some reason you don't, because we're completely opposite time zones like Australia um, and the UK, don't worry because you can pre-submit your questions. They're going to be, the lives are going to be recorded and then you can watch them in your own time. And then we can continue the discussion in our Facebook group. So don't worry if, you know, you're not able to access those live. That's absolutely fine. Um, And this is the other question that I should have brought up is that this course is for everyone across the world. It's global. We have people from Germany, the Netherlands, Denmark, France, Canada, Australia, the US, the UK. There's literally such a huge array of people. Um, So everyone is welcome here. And don't worry, the modules are pre-recorded. So you're going to get the modules and you can watch them in your own time. If there's any kind of extra modules or extra lessons that I decide to do live, they will be recorded so you can watch them in your own time. And then, like I said, the Q&As will be recorded too. So you can watch those in your own time. So you can join wherever you are in the world. So as you guys are loyal listeners of the podcast, you do get a discount. It works out to be about 33%. The discount takes the full price, which is £150, down to £100. Or the payment plan, which is three months at £52.50, down to £35 a month. The code for that is PODCAST, all caps, 
P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And that code will only work on the full price. So if I do any other discounts that are kind of already applied, it won't work on those. It's just on the full price. So please use that. It's my, you know, my gift to you if you want to get on board with the course. And if you feel called to do the course, I would love to welcome you and to support you on your journey. And I can't wait to get to know you more. So without further ado, here is Joe. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Could you, if you're happy to share, could you like start with telling us what some of your main symptoms and challenges were when you like came to me and really, I guess, what resolution you were looking for at that time? So I think my main symptoms at the time was pelvic pain. Um, also pain more like in my gut around where my belly button is. Um, I'd get with the pelvic pain, I'd often get pain that was more kind of the closest thing I found to describing is sciatica. So down my legs, um, in my hips, sometimes my lower back. So that would all seem to happen together. Um, I was getting that at particular times in the cycle, but also quite sporadically as well. So those were some things, nausea quite a lot and, and, um, fatigue as well, just feeling like completely flat or completely exhausted often very quickly. Um, so I think those were probably the main things. Also some, um, some bladder symptoms at some points as well. Yeah. And I remember you saying you had this issue of like not feeling yourself for most Mm. of the month. Like you almost only felt like you had to live all of your life in like kind of a week period. Um, Yeah, I had basically had this one week where I'd feel really good. And then sort of I think that affected my emotional health because then I would sort of feel like anything I wanted to do that was like productive and really physical like I'm a professional dancer so you know all the dancing stuff I wanted to do the training I wanted to do I felt like I had to squeeze it into this window Mm. and then would just kind of crash then having all these kind of bad days of pain and not feeling at all well so yeah yeah absolutely and so what Did you feel like were the biggest wins for you, the biggest changes or like aha moments? So there were there were many, actually, I would say, I think quite near the start, um, you got me to do this vision exercise. And I don't know what it was about that exercise, but out of the whole coaching, it just really sticks in my head. I found it an incredibly useful and powerful thing to do because I think like obviously we we often imagine like the future and ourselves in the future, but I'd never really imagined that my health could be better in yeah. a way in the future. I just sort of thought, well, this is something I'm just going to bumble along with and struggle with for forever, you know, um, or, for, or for the foreseeable future. So I found that to be some of the exercises and the tasks that you encouraged me to do, I found incredibly powerful. I think in terms of wins and changes, um, one of the things was realizing just how strong the link between anxiety and stress Mm. and pain is understanding that from a scientific kind of point of view, but um, also a personal point of view and how much that is a massive factor for me. And, you know, there are certain things, 
in my life that I can't change at the moment, but there was a whole lot of small things that I could change. Mm -hmm. And those really small changes actually had really big positive results. And those are, I feel that those are long-term. So obviously there's some things that we can do, like when you have a coach, it's so nice because you feel like you've got a little person on your shoulder, you know, willing (laughs) you on and giving you structure and and sometimes then when that's not there, some shorter term things might not be consistent. But for me, that was probably the thing that really is like a long term consistent aspect, um, which I continue to see positive results for. I think the other thing is just how much education like I felt that I got from doing the program and the breadth of knowledge that you shared. So I feel that there's so much vagueness around endometriosis like more widely and I'd spend hours researching like um that's something that I used to do when I was just like in the days before my surgery when I was just in acute levels of pain you know on the bathroom floor being sick and all that kind of awful stuff and I'd research and research to try and I think it was like trying to find a sense of control back Mm -hmm. um but I always hit these same blocks where there were certain whys that I just couldn't find out and I feel like a lot of those whys were answered through the process of the coaching um and made me actually feel like then there were things that I could actually do to improve it. So right, I yeah. felt like I went from it completely controlling me to having some control over it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and gaining some control back over my health. So I think obviously that's a huge, huge win. Um, and then like in turn, you know, with my um, creative work, I, I sort of got this confidence to now take my creative project forward which is a project with um dancers who have endometriosis so working on that kind of choreographic project so yeah so I think it's been a really positive domino effect and some of the other changes actually there's a few others I can mention so like Mm. eating from my cycle yeah um, that was such a great change like and it was so simple it's like there's always that moment when you write your shopping list and you're like, okay, what, what else, what else can we eat? Especially in, in lockdown and, and those kinds of scenarios when you're just cooking a lot at home. Um, and just having lists of each phase of, my, of the cycle and certain foods that will really benefit me in that phase. That was mm. an amazing change to make. Also a series of stretches that we developed together Um, partly that have helped me as a dancer but also that have just helped the sort of um, leg pain and hip pain that I get um, or certainly help to relieve that symptom when I do those stretches each day so um, and just generally prioritizing self-care as well and not feeling bad about that feeling like that's a really positive thing so Mm, yeah yeah absolutely that was a really big thing I think at the beginning Mm. And so how have your, how have your symptoms changed? So like, you know, all of these things that you've put in place, like, you know, for you, I think I remember like, I think it was your first period when we worked together within a month, Mm. then you had like a pain-free one. And that was when we had that Mm. really big moment where we were like, this is a lot down to stress because you're away And then you got home and then like the pain, you know, kicked in. But we got to this place where you weren't, I mean, put it in your own own words and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you weren't 
you are no longer in such consistent pain at such high intensities so regularly mm. and your periods were like quite like pretty much symptom symptom free by the time we wrapped up like mm. is that like I mean maybe tell us a little bit about how that all kind of came about yeah um I mean it's it's a weird journey for me if I think because I because I I mean my pain improved a lot from um I mean for what it was a few years back it was horrific yeah. um and yeah so I have definitely seen improvements in my pain um probably I, w- I would say there are less days when I have pain and I feel that I can identify and understand a bit more when I do have pain perhaps why yeah yeah which I think was the thing that always frustrated me because I always if I did have pain I felt like I'd almost failed I'm like well I've done something wrong or you know I need you know I've I shouldn't have eaten that or I shouldn't have done this or I don't know, but, but sort of feeling like a bit lost in terms of what it could be. Is it my sleep? Is it the food? Is it stress? Is it, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things, but I I feel um, that I do have a better understanding now um, of what causes it. But, you know, weirdly for me, I say if I, if I'm going to get a stretch of pain now, it tends to be around ovulation and not my period, which is interesting, but that's yeah. just yeah that's I don't know but that I think that for me it was before I felt like there were more days when I had pain than not and it's flipped the other way around I would say there are more days when I have no even no pain or very low pain that is you know just a it's it's not nothing um strong Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to link in my show notes. This episode is sponsored by my new free download, Natural Pain Relief Toolkit for Endometriosis. This four-page guide includes herbal remedies and teas that are in your cupboards already, safe pain relieving supplements, essential oils for self-massage, and much more. There's a method for everyone, whatever your taste and your budget. Some of the options literally range from 40p to £10, so there is a range of things to support you. And the chances are that you're going to have some of these in your house already. So I'm hoping that this is a really accessible toolkit for you to get started. You know how I work. I like to make changes from our foundations of health, you know, nutrition, lifestyle. It's not about slapping on a load of like pain relief and supplements um, and kind of masking the symptoms. But sometimes we need a bit of help to get out the pain so we can actually begin to make some changes and feel better and these are the strategies that I use with my clients when they're stuck in the in a rut they don't have the energy um, and they're having too much pain to actually be able to take the first step forward so we just want to ease those symptoms get them out of pain so we can begin this coaching journey together so I'm hoping that if you're at this moment struggling to 
see the woods for the trees and get through some of your current pain that these methods are going to help you. To get your copy, go to the link in my show notes or just go directly to my website and the link is on the homepage. Quick side note with the um, pain during ovulation, Mm. that will be in part or maybe in total down to um, inflammation. So Mm. just like, just like, prostaglandins those inflammatory chemicals we talked about get released Mm. during your period they also get released during ovulation as sort of part of the process because I mean you've got an egg erupting from your ovaries Mm. so there's inflammation (laughs) is involved so regulating that inflammation will be really helpful but on top of that um histamines will also rise during ovulation because high levels like estrogen stimulates the production of histamine and histamine stimulates the production of estrogen so there's this this circle and we know we've got Mm. that peak of estrogen at ovulation so I think there might and and histamines just can create like they're an inflammatory reaction in themselves so they can create you know different symptoms like nausea and stuff like that but I think for you that may be what's happening like a mix of inflammation and potentially mm. histamine reaction um so just something to like you know I mean you you know how to manage inflammation now so it might be about thinking about a couple of days during ovulation like is there anything that mm. be interesting to see what happens with the curcumin if you start taking okay. curcumin yeah for three for three months because it's such a strong anti-inflammatory be really interesting to see what happens with that ovulation pain mm. definitely give it a go yeah, yeah. So what for I mean, you've kind of touched upon these. So, but if I've, if, you know, if we've missed any, what do you think were the most effective strategies for you to get you to kind of, you know, where you are now, you're feeling in control, your symptoms are no longer like, you know, leading your life. Okay. Um, definitely like tracking my cycle. Mm. I think for me, it was, it, it really was any of the strategies that made me feel a bit more in control because I just think there are so many aspects of endometriosis and that that just can make you feel completely out of control and that's you know (laughs) lack of medical research and so many aspects of have trying to get diagnosed with it in the first place which took me like 12 years or something um you know there's so many ways that it can make you feel that you just don't have any control of your body. And, and, yeah. and I think for me, you know, to be honest, it made me start to have this really, really damaging relationship with my body because it was, I felt like, well, you're causing me pain kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So um, I think any any of the exercises, and obviously there were so many things that we tried and that, that have become part of my daily routine now that helped me to feel more in control. So um tracking eating for my cycle um the different stretches for for pain and and having not just any old stretches but really carefully picking which ones are going to be best for me yeah um so so that personalized approach I think was it was it was so helpful because you know I suppose like just because I'm a dancer and I do all kinds of things in my body, it was just kind of being able to recognize that and, you know, find 
the positive aspects of that which will allow mm. me to do certain things in my routine um certain supplements that that were added in that was really helpful the the multivitamin that you um suggested to me um and understanding a bit more about like what you know perhaps if I am going to choose certain things what the better options are as well because right. yeah, I think yeah. that always overwhelms me as well I'm like well which one do I choose and you think you might be choosing a good one but there might be really clear reasons in terms of the ingredients and stuff why you're not yes. actually choosing a particularly good one so that was helpful um the introduction of the um magnesium salt baths as well I've got to say that was like that was a bit of a game changer because I guess that's two in one it's 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 coming back to self-care again yeah. but it's also sort of magnesium and um yeah. everyone loves those it's feeling. so funny like every time I speak to a client and they're like try a magnesium bath they're like oh my god and they're like it changes everyone I think we're all so magnesium deficient or we feel like huge benefits when we have them yeah I felt the first time I poured them all in I thought this is so weird because obviously they're at least like mass it looks like cereal in the bath or something <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was really so, so so relaxing and helpful. Um also the um you know doing the SIBO test mm. as well and even though you know the, the the test is pretty unpleasant um that experience but understanding a bit more about that and what that you know just just what that could be doing in the mix yeah. of everything as well I think was really helpful so um so many so many strategies honestly that there are very many journaling as well about about symptoms I found Mm. I find that to be both therapeutic and helpful to look back on because if there's a cycle that's a bit more problematic just to look through and note certain things that were going on yeah and see certain patterns stuff like that and making time for that so um and then all of the information that you've that that you know in terms of the worksheets and the information sheets like I'm still going to try and put like a portfolio together of all of it so like in a print out because um I definitely need to revisit some of them some of them I was just like wow this is so much information but in a good way yeah so um yeah to look back on all of that as well and that has obviously so many strategies in to try as well so I just feel like I didn't have I think when I came to you, I didn't really feel like I had any options, mm. but now I I have many and it, it just definitely has made me feel much more like I can manage things if yeah. they're good, obviously, and if, and if they're not so good. Oh, I'm so, I'm so pleased. So for your, obviously this is a journey and, you know, like you just said about, you mentioned SIBO, so you you just said actually earlier that your SIBO is doing well at the moment, but mm-hmm. potentially at some point SIBO might be, you know, in your journey or potentially, I don't know if this is still a thing for you, but you might look at pelvic floor physiotherapy at some point when we're finally allowed to like actually mm-hmm. have like touch people again. <laughs> um, so <laughs> for anyone who is at the beginning of this, you know, so where you were several months ago or who are, you know, maybe where you are now, like they've seen improvements in symptoms, but they know that there's still more, like there's still some other things to get on top of. Like, do you have any advice or like guidance, anything that you learned that you think could be helpful? Mm, I would say 
don't feel overwhelmed or intimidated by like you know the um aspects like eating for endo and the how like restrictive that looks from the outside because I think that's that that some aspects of you know dealing with endometriosis naturally I found to be quite intimidating and overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I would just say don't let that be a barrier to you kind of trying this because I think I that was one of the things I wasn't unsure about because I thought oh I don't you know, I don't know if that's going to work for me and my lifestyle. But then what I would say to people is, you know, that you will work with your clients' mm. life and what works for them. And you will obviously show lots of the different options that are available. But, you know, first and foremost, you're going to work with the client's needs and what works for the client and the way that they um want to live and how to maximize that yeah instead of like radically changing their entire and for some people maybe radically changing is 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 fine but I think I was worried that I might feel um kind of pushed into making Mm -hmm. changes that that weren't going to be sustainable for me um but that wasn't at all the case I would also say that um, it's, you know, coaching is a space to really work on yourself. And um, obviously in this case, in particularly in terms of your health and, you know, we all deserve and need that space and time. And I think we don't give ourselves that often enough. Um, so, yeah, I would just recommend it because it's, you're guided through you get so much information so much helpful knowledge and support um which is just you know invaluable really in 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 on a journey which is like lifelong like endometriosis yeah oh thank you so much so for for anyone who you know who's just not in a place where like coaching isn't a thing or you know or course isn't a thing would you say that they can still apply, like, you know, get a good book and then like take that information and apply it to their lives? Like people can still, you know, mold the changes to their life, just like you're saying, like it doesn't have to be this radical transformation. It can be step by step and it will can also be tweaked and tailored to you. So even if someone wasn't working with me and I was like, able to accommodate the changes to their lives like I I would say that that's kind of blanket advice for everyone right even if they're doing this on their own they don't have to Mm. do it in a completely black and white way it has to be sustainable for them Mm. would you agree yeah I would agree and I would say you know I think if with any goal or any change you want to make it's sort of making sure that it's measurable and and that you somehow hold yourself accountable I think they're the two things that I try and do for myself and would sort of encourage other people to do so whether that's you write it down or you try and have something by a set date because I think we're so good at getting in our own way sometimes yeah um yeah just finding ways even if it's have you know a partner or a family member or a friend to sort of check in with you about something or whatever but it's Mm. I think it's definitely possible I think it's just 
being selective and um because again I come back to this thing about it, it feeling quite overwhelming in terms of what information is out there so yeah um yeah but I mean some some of the books and research that I've done have been like so helpful like Maisie Hill's book for example yeah. was a game changer for me and actually I was thinking I might go back and read that again because it's all good give it a second read yeah so um yeah definitely for sure brilliant okay thank you so so much for coming on I appreciate it so much and it's so nice to catch up and like hear how you are and all right bye Joe. thank you so that's it thank you so much for listening if you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, you can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And you can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started and all of the areas that I Um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis as always if you like this show please rate review and or subscribe really truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis this episode was produced by the pod farm whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world.